Hello guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Amaka and you're listening to She's on the Move. So grab your glass, let's talk. Hello guys, thanks for joining me today on my podcast. And today I'm grateful for life itself. Um, This is what, 2am and... You know what i should have started this podcast since i should have started it since but for some reason i started it and i decided to you know take a chill pill because i was feeling overwhelmed with the whole things happening around you know i don't know um for i'm sure we are all current at least most of us are current with what is happening now um on the news since last week in fact i want to say this this why i noticed that it's all this chaos started since um two weeks ago yeah i mean yeah last two weeks ago two weeks ago little by little you know it's escalated in fact it has started it has been around ever since but it started escalating people started it started sinking into people's awareness and people started understanding the concept behind all this what prejudice is, discrimination, and racism. Like, people started understanding the depth and how it has been in the system and how it has absolutely corrupted people, especially those with the privilege, you know. So, I mean, the truth is, we all created it together. So, I just, I just tried my best to, like, I decided to just sit down, just take a deep breath. I mean, it's crazy. I tried my possible best to avoid news feed. Like, of course, I have to be current. You don't, you never know what's happening. Who knows if they say, okay, the COVID has increased or something. I don't know, but I just tried as much as possible to avoid um the news. But uh, of course, I was also getting my source from everything. But then again, if you were like me, well, I had to like once in a while go check what is happening because you can't, you can, you. I'm not living on the rock. You have to know what is happening. But even if you went to the extreme edge, to, um, you didn't even um maybe you didn't even buy the newspaper. You never turned on your news or your TV on the news channel. You just you are strictly on your healthy diet trying to be mentally healthy try to avoid the craziness as possible i understand that and if you went extreme well well, your social media video because hashtag was trending it was everywhere justice for tina justice for um george floyd justice for who like justice injustice like all these things and you see you see everything you see you see it in plain sight the discrimination you see the racism in plain sight it was everywhere and for those of you who decided to you know go on social media break well guess what someone might have called you and it's so disheartening because i i like i said before i started recording this and i decided to like take a chill pill because i was really overwhelmed i cried for a while you know, I was avoiding all those things, like I said, I was avoiding it. Then when I started recording, I noticed, I just, for some reason, the reason I didn't, like, I was following the story, but I did, I never wanted to watch it. I consciously 
denied watching it okay i i felt like it will depress me and one of the thing i'm trying to do with my podcast is to create mental awareness um to encourage um growth i mean emotionally physically or spiritually like to encourage growth including mentally you know to evolve physically and to inspire that's one of my objectives yeah and also it's quite therapeutic for me in this podcast too um but when i started i noticed that i tried to i tried to keep my environment as zen as possible you know because i believe that i believe in energies and i believe that energies tra- transfer but then again when i was doing it i felt like it wasn't so right because i was trying to keep my emotions in check not to be angry but i found out that it's okay to be angry because i mean i should be mad i should be pissed and i feel like anyone in their normal senses should be pissed but then again i just feel like we have to control our emotions to an extent you know so why recording it for some reason i said getting angry i had to like you know what well, let me go see the food let me watch it let me see the whole in depth and i did it and my goodness i was gushing i was like i thought i thought i knew i couldn't just record it here even talking here now i'm trying my best to keep it in check because i don't want to get this this whole thing clouded okay um now for a while now you would ask why is this increasing why is this coming up now the truth is racism has always been in existence i mean we were colonized for goodness sake why how dare you say there's no racism when you're when our ancestors were slaves one way or the other they were slaves now chauvinism okay chauvinism exists objectifying of women it totally exists it doesn't have to do with you in fact there's little or no respect for women except you're married you know then they can attach little respect for you you know but you see all these things are undertones in the system and i get it the privilege the reason why it hasn't um been in the limelight like that it i think it has always been but i think it's the shame culture like the victimization of those victims who had the courage one way i don't know but had the courage someone of the courage to speak of others because sometimes this courage is not always easy because you think about the repercussion of you standing up for yourself and find out it might not be watered of course it's always watered but let's be honest when there's no system for all this kind of men when there's no system for justice when there's no system for listening for fairness equality humanity we may we lose touch of our humanity we lose touch of the true essence of being a human and all these things has perpetrated our culture silently rape culture is all there it is all there now we might choose to deny it like i said the reason why it has existed this long and keeps on increasing i mean at the end of the day look at uh, look at george floyd there have been a thousands of there have been a thousand of his case like just because some of them did not die doesn't mean it never existed it has always existed. i think the reason why this one was the straw that broke the camel back was because we saw his life slipping out right in front of our eyes and we saw how how the police 
was so nonchalant. His name is Derek Chauvin, right? We saw how he was um, kneeling on his neck, his windpipe. After handling him, he with after handcuffing him, he was obviously defenseless, you know, on the ground, and his legs were on him with his hands in his pockets, giving that cold vibe like you I own you. And a lot of time, if you look at all those things, you might think um, it's just one case. Like I said, there are thousands of of Floyd. There are thousands of Tina. There are thousands of Owa. The only difference is that this one was so gruesome. It was so brutal and inhumane. I mean, it doesn't have to get to someone taking someone else's life before you understand that something is wrong with you subjecting a fellow human being for you value your power above a fellow human. Because guess what? If it doesn't happen to you today, that doesn't mean it won't happen to you tomorrow. I mean, look, watching the video till now... I am boiling, like, with so much rage. But the question is, what will you do with your rage? Go burn properties or what? And at the end of the day, okay, it's just like I said, all these things have been placed in the system. Look at Donald Trump, how he addressed it, President Donald Trump. Calling the protesters thugs. And the good thing, one thing I noticed, the good thing that came out of this uh, um, whole thing is that the whole world, it was as if the whole world united. Several voices became one voice. To an extent, there was a degree of understanding that this we uh, this is happening to all of us. You are not alone. We stand by you. And I haven't seen this happen in quite a while. I mean, the Russians were standing up for them. The Dominicans, the Latinas, even the whites stood up. I mean, some whites were in the front line. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with privileges if you're using it right. I mean, school is a privilege at the end of the day. Your willpower, you knowing your willpower, is a right. But understanding it, is a privilege because not everybody understands it. Like, we abuse certain power and we expect healing to come. The psychology, like, if people think a rape is only when you, like, insert your penis in a lady's vagina and you rape her or the woman does that to him because let's face it, it has nothing to do with sexual pain. In fact, if you notice guys who rape, if undertone, they never value women. They don't even value women. They see women as less. Like look at look, look let's trace it back to Floyd. When the police was pulled like was kneeling on his neck, did you see how relaxed it was? He wasn't even remorseful. It was like, what will you do? I own your life. Your life is in my hands. 
we need to do better. We need to sit down and start asking ourselves, well, what are we doing to contribute to all these things? Because if this thing could happen in broader life, because this thing has been happening. I mean, look at CNN wanted to give us another different version, like trying to paint. Like, that's why I say most of the news are being censored. Freedom is when the TV isn't telling on what to believe. Everything is not, is, when everything is censored, how do you expect um, freedom of speech to take place? We need to know, we need to understand what is happening. We need to know what is happening and understand it and decide to fight for ourselves. Donald Trump calling protesters thugs, which is words as a leader. What sort of leader calls his citizens thugs, those protesting for injustice and he's posing as if he is for law and order? I mean, I know he's a showman at the end of the day. He's all for the play. And some people, due to prejudice, due to a little, little bit of bias, maybe sentiments that surround Democrats and, and the Republicans. And one thing I've noticed ever since um, I started understanding all this propaganda, the use of it, capitalists taking advantage of it, you know, when they tell us are pushing, you know, you know, when you say black life matters and you tell people and someone is trying to capitalize on your weakness and your vulnerability and your story, that's who Trump is. I'm saying and encouraging the military who has already caused enough chaos already i mean it was the injured as a result of the injustice that there were a lot of protests at the first place encouraging them to shoot aside and deploying all military forces to what giving orders to dominate you see that that fire that hatred that you saw in the police eye, Derek's eye, when he was kneeling on the neck of Floyd. The same hatred. In fact, I don't know. I know he's a racist. I know he's a racist, but I don't think he actually has so much hatred like that. I feel like he just takes advantage, like he just cares about himself. He doesn't even care about those supporting him. He doesn't even care about Republicans. He doesn't care about Democrats. He doesn't care even about his wife. He doesn't even care about anyone around him but himself. But you see the thing, he's a smart man. Like, let's give him the credit. He has, he built, do you know how big his hotels are? He's a billionaire for goodness sake. This man has been marketing on people's weakness. He's a capitalist. He has lived in this industry for years. And you expect him to do otherwise. When you yourself, when you voted for him, it was due to your bias. And it's okay to have bias. It's okay. We all have some certain kind of bias or the other. I mean, I won't come here and I won't come here and try to play it off. But at the end of the day, it's honesty that is the key, right? And it's this honesty that led us to this. But if your bias is causing someone's life, I mean, I like, I like, I, I prefer stewed rice and I prefer jollof fries to fried rice. If you come to tomorrow and you de- want to defend fried rice, ah, with my few points, I will confuse and convince you into my side. 
I mean, I love it. I'm passionate. That's what some healthy bias does. We all have that kind of... But you trying to dehumanize and a fellow human being, first of all, there's racism. Is it supposed to be there? No. I mean, it's a social construct to divide us. And it is systemized. And kind of imposed somehow, somehow, is in your face that you can't do anything because at the end of the day, you need to be powerful. All those things is all power play. Just like different myths surrounding rape and racism. I'm focusing on it because these two highlights. It has been on top of the news and it is quite difficult to talk because this touches home somehow, somehow. And you know what? If you're quiet, I think one of the things that have caused this culture to keep on perpetuating to our system is because we have been complacent, we have been silent. You see, when you're silent, something is happening, someone is hurting your neighbor, you're quiet, you are you are indirectly in support of that. You might not raise your hand, but for the fact that you're standing aside, observing it without doing anything, you're complacent. So don't. So people saying they are not racist, or so people saying they are not rapists, and cannot look at it, and you're indirectly acting like Donald Trump, calling protesters thugs. Yes, I know. And I respect. I feel like this was taken too far, but let's be honest. This the killing of um, the death of um, um, of um, Floyd happened on twenty fifth of May, right? Guess what? In Nigeria, on twenty sixth, two policemen gunned down a twelve years old girl, innocent girl, in Oroshoki, Lagos. Now you won't call that racism, right? But it's systematic. Who will protect us? I mean, in Nigeria so far, the death of police brutality and the cost of death out as a result of police brutality has surpassed the killing of COVID. So if you bring it down, where have we gotten all those things wrong? Because down here, I'm trying to, let me bring it home. I've been talking about, let me bring it down home. Where is the justice? First of all, are the policemen not supposed to protect lives? And then to the guys that have said that, you know what? The reason why most ladies are, there are a lot of, I'm going to debunk a lot of myths surrounding rape and racism. For some people that say that um, the ladies who were raped was as a result of their dressing, or um, as a result of them going to a guy's halafa club. Just as the same myth have been surrounding guys, um, black, black Americans who have been killed in America, saying that they are, um, they are actually they are either junkies or criminal. Floyd was a good man. He is a good man. The result of his life, the testimonies his friends shared on his life, you lost a real gem. And let us bring it to Owa. Owa is a first-year business student 
who went to um, who went to church, a place her father's house, to reverence him, and he welcome and thanks for being in the house of the Lord. She God was being gang raped, and she was a constant visit. She pays visit to her church to read like she constantly visit there on a regular basis because not everyone wait till the exam time before they start reading some people they love reading basically they love reading i mean even me i don't like school work but i read and even under the tweets look even under the tweets people were saying things like it was the dressing what was she doing what was she doing in church and like i don't get how people think i mean you are supposed to not just think but have conscience most men are not even fit to be fathers i mean seriously they are not fit to be fathers but circumstances because Marriage is on po- is imposed is is imposed on most ladies. They have to end up with a man, regardless of his folly. I mean, at the end of the day, our strength is based on how much of the bullshit we take at the end of the day. So, hallelujah, he's marketable for marriage. And your ability to wash wash him off his nonsense, his chauvinism. His toxicity, his um, his ignorance, his egomaniac, his ego, the ability to watch as if we are Jesus Christ who would do such miracles. Even him, he he sacrificed his life. He didn't come and change men. Even Jesus Christ, when he came, did God go to change any man? God hasn't even changed. The only thing God does is to touch a man's heart. He never changes you. He touches it. Why, if you want to change, change. And he touches it through your conscience. So if God Almighty, the, the, the creator of heaven and earth, can't change man, you expect a woman to change a man, a woman who is supposed to be under you. Now, there are men, there are great men out there. I'm not disputing that, but I'm just saying, stop keeping quiet. Rise up in your millions. At the end of the day, you can't become yourself a man when it's time to shop to be a man, to protect, to stand up. You can't. And just some the, the other myth that um, men are moved by what they see. Did, um, was it two weeks ago on, on my group on one of my group chats? I posted something about men being raped, and I wanted to find out the concept in it and all. And one guy was saying that women cry at and so and so. And you know what? I wanted to talk to him, so I had to call him. And talk to him, and you would think that people who are not educated are the people who do all those things. The truth is that you might be educated, you might be a Christian, you might be a Muslim, but if your mind is evil, if you're wicked, if you have a perverse heart, your education, your Christianity, your church. Mohammed cannot cleanse it from you. You might just use it. At least, at least, at least, Trump knows where he's seated, the side of the table he's seated at. So pick your horse. It's better if you're evil. Pick it. Know you are. If you're a rapist, 
pick the fact you're rape, you stop whitewashing, stop, stop giving yourself excuses. Because, man, you are inexcusable. So, let me get, let me get it straight. I don't understand. We human beings, we are moved by what we see. Your difference, the difference, your, the, what differentiates you from an animal is that you don't act on all your urges. I've said this on my previous podcast. We, in the middle of stimuli, we have the choice to pick our reactor. We have to choose either we react or we are proactive. You choose it. At the end of the day, you have that choice. If you cannot rape your mother, some the truth is that most of all this, um, okay, the another let me deposit this other me that um, ladies that will go out at uh, night and they'll be raped, the fully that is that should not be excused. But then again, let me play the devil advocate, let's let's just table all this nonsense on the table. Most of the ladies who have been raped were either from a family member. A neighbor, someone they trusted, a pastor, an imam, someone they knew. So it's time we start thinking and we start placing this on the table. I understand most people are not educated enough. I mean, I mean, most educated people are not educated enough. They are conscious to an extent. They lack empathy. They feed on their ego. The privilege they have gotten. See, men, if you don't stand up, your daughter might be next. Guess what? Your grandma, your, you, 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 you don't, you, you, in fact, we have noticed that in rape, you don't need to be sexy. It's all a power play. You premeditate on it. You think about it just like the policeman was putting his hand in his pocket and doing what he was doing. You think about it. You premeditate on it. You think about it. Then you decide to finally exert what you've been thinking. And all those things, their thought processes you've premeditated is what your privilege gives you. If you don't, if you don't stop it, guess what? Your three-year-old daughter... And you might say, God forbid, it doesn't stop at God forbid. Who did God bid their own conditions? I know women, some women will see. I've even did, there was someone who used to be my friend. I canceled her when I heard her thought of you. Or like when women will go to a man's house, why are you going to his house? He's raping. Like, I have to in my mind, I cancel her as my friend. We are acquaintance. I say hello, hi, but I'm like, I can't be with this kind of person. At the end of the day, you, you don't need to rape me for me to know you're not good for me. Sometimes you might try to rape my ideology and I decide, you know what? We can't relate. In fact, you don't need to do anything but our energy, just our energy alone, not, not merging, tells me enough to keep away from you. And this relationship is not by force. By the end of the day, we need each other. We are all human beings. We are human first before color. We are human first before gender. We are human first before world. Before we are human before all these things. So if you want to lose in touch with your humanity because you are fed on a lie, sometimes if you look at all those biggest reasons why we do some of the things we do, when I mean we, I mean including those. See, it's, it's not time for um blame games or not. Over the years, we have thought is um the, the reason why some men have kept quiet because they thought it was um um gender war. It is not gender war. It is your right. And if you're so close-minded to think that's it, 
then so be it. But you need to understand that silence means you're complacent. You are involved. You're doing it. And I know that uh, most people are saying that the, the, the protesters, those who protest, um, during protests, they were breaking the, the, they were destroying property. See, let me say this thing. As much as I believe in peaceful protest, I also believe that there is no one way to protest. There is no right way to protest. The reason it happened like that because this has keep on happening. I mean, man, you don't want to see ladies standing up and stabbing every man like that pain. Is a years of things happening. Repetition of of black Americans not being heard. Now I know you say what of Nigerian Cortina on yes. There are a lot of prejudices. We don't have justice in Nigeria. We don't love ourselves in our our Nigerian main problem is we don't love ourselves. And it wasn't like that from beginning. Just like rape culture is embedded in our culture. Nigerians, we are known to respect and worship our women from beginning. And those who say it is out of what men will ask your great-grandfathers, your forefathers, your great-forefathers. Their women were naked and were still respected. The women were naked. Check it. We were stuck naked and yet respected. And yes, treasured as a priceless jewel. That was when our conscience, there were laws, there were consequences. Try anything, Amadeo, I will strike you there. Try nonsense. And it's not even because of the, the rots. It was out of respect, genuine respect. I mean, in black, I, mean, I see, I understand that during racial profiling and all, if you will read uh, making of the making of the slave by Lynch, read it. You will see how they wrote later, three hundred, like four hundred years ago, how they would, they studied the slavery. So somehow, somehow, we are on the on the extreme end of the other spectrum. None of us is free. We were taught to hate ourselves. Even India, check them. The rape there is high. India used to be a matriarch country until they were colonized. So all this nonsense, all these stupid stories you have sold ourselves that we even you even see the ego, the ignorance in some men when they're talking. That men we are supposed to dominate and all. You think you're supposed to dominate a human being? Do you know what domination is? That you're that uh, men like like they are the head. Do you know what it means to be a head? Do you know what it means to be a head? Do you know what it means to be a leader? We had all those things right. So most of the things we claim that um, women, feminism, we are fighting for feminism, that we are boring white man culture. Let me tell you, men, domi men dominating women in Africa is the European culture. Because our main culture is to wash if you check it very well was to adore and cherish women so before you come defend yourself at least we should we should check our history 
We need to know where we are coming from, where we are going to. And I'm not saying there are some of our history that are not bad. I mean, the killing of twins was bad. But like I said, as we are co- all of us coming to this world, we came with the script. And along the line, it's okay to reveal your script and change it and borrow a page from someone else. That's what culture, I'm not saying whites are bad. No. No. They have done numerous good things too. I'm just saying we need to look at things as, look at injustice as injustice. Acknowledge we have prejudice rooted in the heart of men because all these capitalists, all this racism, all this chauvinists, they buy into those bias. They trade it for you, they sell it to you, and you fall into it. You'll be a pawn in their own game. And guess what? In future, whatever you sow, you reap is coming to bite you because you have lived in that system. You have ignored it for years and now it is coming to bite us. I'm not saying to take a day to replenish all those things because there are a lot of hurt, a lot of wounds that have eaten deeply into our heart. I'm saying we should be open-minded enough. I don't know how many of you watch anime, but I'm a, good, I'm a big fan of anime. And right now I'm watching um, Fairy Tale. I don't know her name, but you know the strongest female fighter, the one with red head, when she was in a war, a battle with one of her um, former friends. And he was like, I'm the greatest, I'm stronger. And he was like, someone will always be stronger or better than you. But what truly makes a man great is knowing his weakness and having an open mind. We need to come to a place where we need to understand that we all need each other. We are vulnerable. That no matter how strong you are, no matter how smart you are, you can't work alone. No matter how rich you are, you can't work alone. We need each other. I'm a loner. There's nothing wrong with working alone. But if you think you need to ride on someone for you to rise, you will be rode on. It will come to you. You won't even know. It's just like you climbing a, climbing a ladder, pushing it off just because you don't want anyone to climb. And guess what? You still pass that route. You want to come down. You will have nothing to come down with. And I strongly believe, that's why I emphasize on first love. If we start loving ourselves enough, if, if, if we start loving ourselves enough, because we don't, in Nigeria, we don't love ourselves. If we start loving ourselves, taking accountability, what is happening? Putting that into our system, even even our legal system self, there is no persecution for rape. You need evidence, like seriously, they are raping you. Will it be possible? I mean, as if it wasn't enough, this morning I saw someone grouping, a woman being grouped in a bus. And when she was calling to her neighbors, they didn't even do anything. I mean, at the end of the day, if an educated colleague, master degree holder, don't understand what is rape and could slap it like it's nothing. What do you expect? And you know why this hurt me? It had to lead to them killing, gang raping, and innocent in a church before it came this painful. Until now, some people still don't understand the gravity of this, the emotional trauma, what the consequences. I don't know the kind of life you want to be. I know this has been happening since. 
But the question is, do you want this to continue? Because guess what? Your brother might be eyeing your daughter. <laughs> your father might be eyeing your brother. In fact, your pastor and his deaconess might be thinking on gang raping that your 12 years old daughter. So be work. If not for any other person, for you. Let's try to paint yourself because if you want to be selfish and you want to you want to live in denial, don't worry, it will bite you. You're not even being selfish. This fight is for we. I don't know, I'm just ranting because I don't know what to say. I would have tried to make this podcast as polished as possible. This this is me speaking raw from the bottom of my hand, saying enough is enough. We have to come together and fight this injustice. Because if we don't deal with this today, it might be you tomorrow. Don't wait till you feel the loss of your loved one before you understand that there is an injustice in the land. So, Nigerian men, it's time for you to stand up. Stop saying you're not a rapist. If you're keeping quiet, you are. There should be a silent part of you that is enabling, that encourages it. And if you think what a lady wears make her so <laughs> makes her a victim, then you need to educate yourself and you need God in your life because you lack God you're ignorant and most especially you're foolish you're evil sorry like evil like evil like you're evil you're psychotic you should be removed amongst human beings There shouldn't be another gang rape and killing. There shouldn't be another officer firing arm and shooting an innocent girl because they don't understand what their code of conduct is. The rules of law, justice. Because who fight for those people? I mean, at the end of the day, if you they have not, who will defend you? And to the white people out there, you know what? You know this racism is out there. You know. You might deny it. If you don't have the balls to answer the name, then don't do it. But here's, here's even, here's even, this is even more important. If you don't want to be treated the way you treat people, the way you treat black, then don't treat someone like that. Similar things. You must say he's different. The people that gang raped, he was gang raped. His right was gang raped. And when you rape someone, you don't just violate their body. You violate their humanity. Their mentality. Their sense of what? Now, you might not understand the gravity of this. At least take time. Meditate on it. I'm not saying the change will come all of a sudden, although you should. But I know any time from now, the change is coming. 
and those who refuse to change to move up to be swept and that's the truth but please let's fight for our loved ones fight for yourself at least you can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself so thanks for listening to today's podcast my name is amaka and you just listen to she's on the move have a great day